Welcome to the First Read Ultimate Spider-Man podcast, where we break down Bendis' iconic run on Ultimate Spider-Man, issues 1 through 160 in Earth 1610. I'm Zach, and with me as always, a clockmaker in another life, Johnny O. Hey, good morning. What's up, man? Gosh, it really does feel like I'm uh, like on a talk show, like <laughs> getting getting introduced like this every time. Is it kind of fun? It's like I'm walking out, you know, waving at the crowd. <laughs> yes, definitely better than the, the early days when I would wait for you to say, and I'm John. Yep, probably is. Here's a look behind the curtain. We stopped doing that because John, and I love this, it was honesty, and that's what the show needed. But he was like, dude, I think that kind of sucks. Like, that's <laughs> cheesy. We got to knock that off. And I was like, fair enough. I'll I'll just come up with a different superlative for him every week. There you go. Um, how's your week going? Um, dude, my week is going good. This is our first time potting in the new year. Um, oh my gosh, it is. Today's my birthday. Welcome back. Dude, I can't believe I didn't come in here. I cannot believe I forgot that. Literally before I went to bed last night, I was like, oh my gosh, it's the 6th, because I went to bed after midnight, and um, I was like, oh, it's Zach's birthday, and it's the capital anniversary. I yeah. have to come in with a joke or something. Nope. Totally forgot. People used to get a pass for forgetting my birthday, because it's like, you know what? I don't remember your birthday either. It's all good. But now it's like the second most infamous day in American history. And so you really, you got to remember January 6th. Yep. Happy birthday. What are you and uh, Shiloh doing? Anything fun? Um, okay. I'll let you guess. What is like the most me thing that I could do to celebrate an occasion or, you know, treat myself? You are going to, I'm going to plan out this day. You are going, this is what, what could be more Zach? Okay. You are going to, uh, go walk around and sell AT&T to people <laughs> in the snow. And then, and then you're <laughs> just a joke, but, um, okay. I'll do my real answer after this, but then you're going to go to a Mexican restaurant and you are going to order their finest arrows cone pollo <laughs> <laughs> and pronounce it like that. And pronounce it exactly like that. One time, Zach and I went went on a double date to a Mexican restaurant, and he goes, "I do it. I still remember exactly how you ordered it." You go, "My good man, I'll take your finest arrows con pollo," or you said, "I'll take your finest arrows con pollo, my good man." <laughs> well, all of those words were used. <laughs> I have no memory. And you, of that. and you said, and you said that's what you always get the first time you go to a new Mexican restaurant because it's like a barometer for if the place is good or not. If they do a good arroz con pollo, then then you know that they're at least a good Mexican restaurant. It's safe and simple. It so, definitely if you mess it up, I don't trust you with anything more. Yeah, I think that's what, that's exactly what you said. <laughs> well, um, you have okay. a good memory because I had forgotten that's, all that's of that because i thought that was so funny <laughs> i definitely know how to pronounce it i was just putting on a show for you <laughs> what that is how you pronounce it arrows con pollo right arrows con pollo okay um maybe okay, that's wrong if, too i don't know i'm a white you? guy from indiana do i look like i speak spanish well <laughs> 
Let's see. What are you actually doing, do we think? Um, probably you're going to some sort of a music show, and you're going to do hard drugs there. Uh, no to the <laughs> second one. Um, I, I'm, I am going to two hardcore shows tonight. One happens a little earlier, and I think by the time it ends, I'll still be able to make the band I want to see at the other one across town. Nice. So where are those? Uh, well, one of them is actually across the street from Nine Lives Cat Cafe. And then the other one is just in a bar that I've never been to. Okay, nice. That'll be fun. Is Shyly going with you, or is this like part of the gift as you get to go by yourself? <laughs> I'm going with friends, but yeah, she's not interested. Okay. Yeah. Well, that will be awesome. Yep. And um, then... You know what? That makes me... Here, let me, let me see. Is... Where is St. Maria Goretti? That's in Westfield. Is that anywhere near where you're going to be? I've never heard of that. Okay. Well, that's where I will be tonight, coaching fourth graders. Oh, nice. So if it was close, I was going to be like, you know, you could show up. I'll have yeah. the kids saying happy birthday to you. Aw, <laughs> that sounds sweet. Um, but no, I mean, Westfield and Fountain Square, that's that's kind of a drive. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, real quick, oh while gosh. it's on my mind. Okay. So my birthday is obviously an infamous day. Oh, I know we're still you've... talking about Zach's birthday, guys. <laughs> Sorry, it's all about me. <laughs> um, I know you've said your birthday before. Yep. Can you say it one more time so I can put it in my calendar? Because it's, it's not an it's not an infamous day. That. <laughs> Dude, is it the twelfth? No, it's the eleventh. My birthday is January eleventh. Ooh, I was so close. So five days from now, I will be going to the finest Mexican restaurant and ordering some Eros Code Pollo. Maybe uh, having them bring you a, a nice sombrero and put yeah. some fried ice cream in your face. That'd be awesome. <laughs> and sing happy birthday to me in, in Spanish with maracas and those clicky clacky things. Feliz okay, cumpleaños. Take this out, Zach. I feel like this is... This is... <laughs> Senor Juan Opat. <laughs> um, okay, so, yes, that's my birthday. Is it in your calendar now? It is. Okay. So, important sports news. There's actually a real football go game going on on Monday. I don't know if you're aware of this. As opposed to the fake NFL game? Yes. Where what's, what's going where on? they get paid and they only care about money. And they're not in it for the competition or the camaraderie. No, the uh, Michigan, who is my team, people might not know this, but I'm actually a big Michigan fan, Zach. You might not know this. <laughs> I'm a huge Michigan fan, Zach, and they're in the ship. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. That is a real football game. Go, go blue. So hopefully next week I'll come in here excited about michigan winning that just jogged my memory of something that i thought was so funny yesterday we were people were trash talking in my dynasty leagues chat and there's a guy whose whole personality is that he hates carson wentz and <laughs> i wasn't defending carson wentz per se i wasn't saying like he's great get off his case i was like he has had his moment like he's not trash you know but, but why do you even need to do that zach that's not your job to defend carson wentz who is terrible <laughs> i mean yeah now like there's something psychologically broken in him but like 
2017 Carson Wentz was an animal, you know? And I went to ISU. I saw him in college, and he was, he terrified me. I mean, I loved it, but, like, you know, he just... I loved it, but he terrified me. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, uh, they were comparing... This guy also has, like, this obsession with Jameis Winston. And so he was talking about... Jameis Winston has a chip. How many national championships did Carson Wentz win? And I was like, is that a serious question? Five. He won five. He has the most championships of any D1 quarterback in history. They're just what? FCS instead of FBS. BCS? FBS? Okay. Whatever. the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. They're, it's FBS. But they're still Division One championships and he won Carson five Wentz of them. didn't go to a division <laughs> North Dakota State University it's FCS okay. I'm sorry Zach that's not a good argument oh my god <laughs> I thought like, that's that's legitimately like being like okay well I have more money than you in monopoly money it's like, absolutely it not like that no oh, he won a lot of championships in high school Okay. okay, if your high school team plays in the 5A class and you win state and you celebrate, no one's going to come up to you and say, well, yeah, but you didn't win 4A. That's not what you're competing in. You set out with the goal to be the best among your eligible competition no, no, but and you succeeded. But if you don't no, you don't tell you, what am I going to what am I going to find the guy who's won the most canadian football league gray cups and be like he's better than tom brady he's won nine championships zach we can't compare him to the nfl he's playing in the gray cup league like no they're the reason carson wentz doesn't compare is because he wasn't good enough to compare not because like do you understand my point <laughs> okay is it higher competition when you're in FBS or BCS or whatever. Yes. Yeah. It's higher competition, but you cannot sit there and say how, like just straight up, how many championships does this guy have as if you don't like, as if the other I guy mean, that, doesn't have five in his I mean, own level of competition. That's, that, that is also a stupid argument because if I was comparing the great here give me one second best qb in canadian warren moon football. calling it <laughs> okay but he also played in the nfl if yes. i was comparing the great trevor harris of the saskatchewan rough riders to peyton manning <laughs> i wouldn't be like how many trophies does Trevor Simeons have, or whoever I just said, <laughs> because yeah, they don't play the same thing. I I would I would probably have to find some other way to compare those because uh, anyway, you can't <laughs> act like five straight. What are we even talking about here? I I wasn't honestly expecting you to take <laughs> his side because I thought that was the stupidest statement to make. I don't I don't think I realized that that uh, Carson their Wentz point play, was that Carson Wentz didn't play in. A real football college. He played in like <laughs> D2 or whatever it is. It's D1. <laughs> You're right. He probably would have gone and he probably would have gone and beat Alabama if they had ever played him. 
I'm not saying that, but <laughs> you can't act like, like he has never won anything. No, you can't. And That's we what they were getting at. And we also shouldn't act like he beat Alabama because he didn't. But speaking of beating Alabama, Michigan did beat Alabama last week. It was a pretty good one. <laughs> nice. Did you know that I'm a big Michigan fan, Zach? You've mentioned is, it. This is a bit that I'm doing now. <laughs> and I've seen you wearing the Michigan hat. It's because your buddy's a big Michigan fan, right? Yes. My buddy okay. is, a, is a big Michigan fat fan and he bought me a custom michigan jersey <laughs> when i started doing this bit he like bought me a custom michigan jersey with my name on it so i was like okay well i'll just i'll just keep doing it i guess so i'm the, a huge michigan fan now <laughs> so the funny thing is you used to be a huge colts fan i am still a huge colts fan but it hasn't sunk in yet to where you're doing a bit where you like the colts again no that wasn't a bit i actually liked them <laughs> all right well don't come crawling back (laughs) next year when we're whatever a 13 win team i i I might and anthony richardson's the mvp (laughs) but you know it was fun really like caring about a football game like on monday watching that michigan alabama game or sunday or whenever it was oh my gosh it was so fun it was like watching the old like Colts or Broncos playoff games where where it's just every every play is like the most important play and it's like you know just like I mean it it made me miss being a fan <laughs> hey John do you remember when you were young and had feelings oh uh, yeah those those were the days <laughs> yeah wish we could go back yep <laughs> anyways we were just talking before we hopped on about how we we go too long sometimes. And I was like, we've had ones where there were 17 minutes before we get into the issues. And look, look at, at that. that. We're, we we just crossed 17 minutes. <laughs> we made it. All right. Let's throw it over to the Better Business Bureau and then get into some Spider-Man. Every business says they're better. But the ones that earn and display the BBB seal back it up. It instantly identifies businesses that are committed to operating with integrity, honoring promises, and telling the truth. Makes you wonder why every business doesn't have it. So look for it, because it's looking out for you. That's why it's the sign of a better business. And find a better business anytime at bbb.org. And we're back. We're back with another exciting week of Too Many Heroes. We've been doing this for three years now. More heroes keep showing up. There's not an end in sight. (laughs) This is what um, the MCU Secret Wars is going to end up being. (laughs) I was going to say, John. This is what it feels like. (laughs) Are you excited for part 35 of this story arc? Yep. Yep. Okay. So, uh... Issue 82, uh, this one. No, 84. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I just didn't update my notes. Okay, I I did read the right one. I just said the wrong one. All right, issue 84. Uh, you guys already know who this is written by. Say it with me. One, two, three. Bendis, Bagley, Hannah Smith, Iliopolis. There we That's go. Nice. <laughs> um, so we open on Spider-Man and Black Cat. In, I called it a warehouse, but we find out later, I guess it's not a warehouse, but it definitely looks like a warehouse. But 
They're standing in a warehouse surrounded by Iron Fist, Shang-Chi, Elektra, Moon Knight, Montana, Fancy Dan, Ox, and a partridge in a pear tree. There are so many people that they've actually, like, written their names next to the characters, like, credits in a TV show. And I'm just realizing I didn't even say Hammerhead. I somehow forgot one of the people in this big crowd shot. I did notice, though, that the random guy with the samurai sword is not shown or credited. Yeah, so we still don't know who that is. But I was he is in this him. again. Um, and everyone's just staring at each other uh, in a tense standoff before the violence starts. And Hammerhead looks at Elektra and says, Elektra, right? You here on Kingpin's dime? You got a message or are you here to stick me? And she tells him he's there to she's there to do both. And Hammerhead asks her how much the Kingpin pays her and says he'll double it for her to protect him from these other heroes and work for him. He says, I need you to turn the tides before this starts. No offense, Enforcer guys. And Montana says none taken. I love that. It's like the he's actively agreeing. He's like, yeah, I know we suck. Like we are not cut out <laughs> To fight Spider-Man and these other guys. Yeah. Um, I was a little surprised Electra just, like, switched sides so quickly. I mean, she did not take, need any convincing. Well, we haven't got there yet, John. But, uh, but yeah, she thinks for a moment before agreeing. Um, I thought that was strange, too. Like, she was already working for the guy in power. Why jump ship for a less established boss? I guess double the money. That's what he says, but she didn't even think he had that much money. She also didn't ever say how much she made. Right. She's like, she, he's like, how much does Kingpin pay you? And she's like, more than you have. And he's like, over 200 grand. And she's like, yeah. And he goes, okay, I'll double it. You, you don't even know how much it is. <laughs> that it might be smart for her, though, because she, you know, if she defends him in this fight and then they're like counting money later, she's like, yeah, I said it was over 200 grand. I actually make a million. Yeah, there you go. Um, Savvy. Yes. And Hammerhead says, Now you other idiots want to rethink your intrusion in my personal life? And Black Cat raises a finger and says, Hey, um, Hammerhead, sir, I'm the Black Cat. Ever heard of me? I was actually here to try and get Spider-Man to step aside for you. And Peter tells her, you're embarrassing me. And Felicia explains that she hates Kingpin and wants Hammerhead to take him down. And Hammerhead asks her if she has any skills. And I liked this. Electra actually vouches for her and says, she actually does. And she's not lying. She hates Fisk. And Felicia changes sides and says to Peter, sorry, sweetie, just business. These girls stink. Well, I like that, like, the last time they saw each other, Elektra tried to kill her, and, like, just about did. And I thought, oh, they hate each other. Like, this is about to be a cat fight. And then, she, you know, it's almost like there's some level of mutual respect there, because yeah. she vouches for her immediately. Um, And Hammerhead brags about how he just changed the whole situation, and he gives the heroes one more chance to leave before the fight starts. Do you think that, um, so if we're looking on the same page with all those panels, 
Do you think Moon Knight looks like a little creep? <laughs> I think Moon Knight is a he little looks creep. Like, he looks like, you know, Dracula's assistant. Who's <laughs> always, like, hunched over, like... Igor? Yes. That's funny. Okay. Um. So we get a close-up of all the major players getting ready, and then Peter's spidey sense goes off. And on the next page, we get an insanely busy collage of the fight happening. And Moon Knight sticks Hammerhead in the forehead with one of his crescent-shaped throwing stars. But because of how strong his skull is, it doesn't kill him. It just annoys him. Um, And as Peter and Elektra are fighting, he asks her, Hey, are you busy Friday night? Because me and my girlfriend just split up and... Okay, I've got a question for you. So do you think that he is talking about him and Mary Jane? Or is he talking about him and Felicia because she just like changed sides on him? That's a good question. I think it's Mary Jane because he is not... She's called... Black Cat has called him her boyfriend, but he has never once like yeah. reciprocated that they're in a relationship. He yeah. just thinks she's hot. I also think it's funny that like every time Peter and Black Cat fight, she's just like making comments, you know, about them like dating the whole fight. And he's like, shut up. And then whenever Peter and Electra fight, he's doing the exact same thing to her. <laughs> like he's making all of the comments. It almost feels like he's doing it for Black Cat's benefit somehow. Like he's trying to make her jealous or or just irritate her or something. It doesn't. Yeah. It feels like he's talking through no, I, I think Electra he to a, her. I think he has a crush on Electra because oh, every time true. he sees her, he is always like kind of smitten. Boobs. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Maybe. Aren't Aren't we all? Zach, <laughs> these comic book ladies are something else, John. I yeah. we we've established I simp for them. Yeah. Um, and Hammerhead is about to shoot Moon Knight, but Iron Fist punches him from behind and throws off the shot. And Moon Knight charges and decks Hammerhead, and Hammerhead keeps blasting, saying, "I don't even know who you are, and you come into my house." And his shots miss Moon Knight and rip through one of his regular goons. And at this point, Peter's like, whoa, okay, this is just about enough. Um, As he starts blasting what I called extra wide webs. You can see they're just like super thick. And we see a panel of the entire room transformed into a massive web that's holding all of the combatants with Peter standing in the middle saying, all right. Now, everybody calm down. It seems like Peter dealt with, like, 14 heroes pretty easily here. Yeah, it also seems like he maybe could have done this from the start. Well, I guess he could have. I didn't know he could do this. Yeah, it's kind of a... seems like a power creep. It seems like um, a plot contrivance, but it is funny, I think. Yep. Yeah, uh, a lot of this like fight banter in this issue I found really charming, and uh, he says, "You guys are nuts," and this is coming from a guy in red and blue underwear. And Black Cat starts to say, "Come on, sweetie," and Peter interrupts her and says, "Oh, you shut up! I'm done with you." And he pulls a phone out of Montana's jacket pocket and calls nine one one and asks for Captain DeWolf. 
and Hammerhead starts to threaten Spidey, and um, Peter webs his mouth shut. And then I'm just going to read this whole page because it was fun. So he's on the line with the 911 dispatcher, and he says, shush, I'm on the phone. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? And they ask, what's the emergency? And he says, uh, it's hard to say, kind of got a super-powered gang war thingy going on. Can you just put me through to Police Captain Jeanne DeWolf? She knows me. And they say, what's your name, sir? And he says, uh, this is, um, Spider-Man. And they say, ha, huh, get out of town. You serious? He's like, yeah, I'm kind of in a jam here, so. And then they start interrupting him, and they're like, I'm a huge fan. And he looks at Black Cat, and he says, she's a fan. And the person's like, you saved my brother-in-law from getting mugged. And then they're like, oh my god, you've my family owes you big time. You promise this is you? And he's like, yes, I really need to talk to the captain. And they're like, you got it, baby, hold on. And then he, he looks back at like the people he has webbed up, and he's like, she called me baby. Finally, someone likes me for me. And then Shang-Chi says, Spider-Man, you know me. Remember, we fought in Chinatown. And I think that's like the first reference we've got to them meeting up in Ultimate Team Up. Yeah. Which, like I said, ends with, and they never saw each other again. And they again. never meet again. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Bush League writing on this. You should have known what you were going to do like four years later. Yep. Um, and he's he's like, oh, just free me. You know I'm one of the good guys. And Peter's like, no, I'm not freeing anyone until the cops get here. You can all just sit tight. And Moon Knight starts yelling at Peter that the whole city is at stake and he's putting his nose where it doesn't belong. Moon Knight is a dumbass, okay? Let's just get that on the table. I I just don't like him for some reason. And why, John? Do you know something that's coming? No, that's what you accuse me of whenever I say I don't like. No, I just I just don't like him. I don't like his stupid costume. You know, I didn't like it when the TV show came out earlier, and and I'm glad that later on in these issues, Peter makes fun of it. (laughs) But but he's also. He's standing there webbed up. He has one of his little moon things in his hand. Cut yourself out, dude. Like, the whole time he's webbed up, he's even back in the main picture, he's got his little moon thing in his hand. He's just He'd just rather sit there and complain. <laughs> it is true. You can see a lot of weapons poking out of Peter's webbing. Like, you can see people have guns exposed. Uh, Montana has his whip. And the whole time I'm reading this i'm like why aren't they just trying to use any of that yeah montana could still be like whipping people (laughs) peter is standing right next to him and the only thing i can come up with as to why he doesn't just whip him in the face is maybe he can't like move his arm to cock it back so it would just be all wrist and it wouldn't hurt peter yeah um but i like this beat where he's like He's on the phone and he's, you know, he's dealing with business, but then he'll like pop away for a second and say something kind of. Oh, yeah, you know, that was great. Yeah, that phone call smirky was great. To, to one of the people he has webbed up. And he does that here. So Moon Knight's yelling at him and Peter just looks at Montana and says, can you believe this guy? He wears white to a superhero fight. And Montana says, just leave me alone. <laughs> and Peter continues, white. Have you seen the rooftops in this city? 
Dude, it, it is ridiculous. The first time I saw the Moon Knight costume, I was like, that's his costume? It looks absurd. Like, <laughs> there's something about, like, when someone's in a black costume, you're like, all right, cool, stealth. I get it. When Peter's in a red and blue costume, somehow it almost still kind of makes sense because it's like, yeah, he's a superhero. Those are his colors. White just feels loud for absolutely no reason. And I know blue and red is loud, but he's right. White is stupid. Yeah. It is. Um, it is. It is funny that Peter is just trying to like talk to everyone and they all just are like, just don't talk to me. You know, he's he's like practicing his stand up bits and you know, he's like <laughs> testing out what works and none of these people are amused. So Peter finally gets through to Captain DeWolf and he explains the situation to her. And as he's talking, Electra cuts her way through the webbing because she has the same idea John has that she still has a weapon. And she throws one of her blades at him and he dodges it and says, oops, got to go. And around that time, all of the other people start to cut or rip their way free and the fight resumes. Well, and I think it's because... I think it's because she threw a bunch of ninja stars and we're supposed to assume that those like sliced up webbing enough that now everyone is able to like break free. Oh, you're right, because she frees Black Cat, who's on her side. She frees Hammerhead, who's on her side. The only person who really breaks free on their own is Moon Knight. And like you said, he had his Oh, Moon Knight finally decided to use uh, his weapon. Yeah, he had his blade exposed the whole time. Okay, so... At least some of the players are back on the board. And Hammerhead sneaks up on Spidey. I don't I don't know how, but he does. And he puts his gun to Peter's head, but his gun is out of ammo when he pulls the trigger. It just clicks. And um, Electra stabs through Moon Knight, and as Moon Knight is bleeding on the ground, Hammerhead lifts his mask and takes a picture on his phone of Mark Spector's face and says, I own you. And he also shouldn't be able to say that because he does still have webbing over his mouth, but whatever. We're going to roll with it. And oh, wow. Okay. I'm imagining it came out like, or own you. Yeah. That's how I'll, how I'll explain it away. And uh, Electra and Spider-Man are fighting while Black Cat watches. And I kind of got the sense from her face that she's like conflicted between helping the side that she's actually on or protecting Spidey, but she doesn't do anything. Well, it seemed like when Hammerhead put the gun up to Spider-Man's head and pulled the trigger, you know, we, we do get like a reaction shot of her. And I think that that's meant to convey that like she kind of, realizes maybe she messed up like she's like oh my gosh he almost spider-man almost just died you know yeah it definitely makes me like her more that you know she's a thief she's a criminal she's technically a bad guy she's on the side of the bad guys protecting hammerhead she doesn't really know spider-man under the mask even though she keeps acting like it like sometimes you wonder is this a bit to her or does she actually care about him to some degree? And it's like, this is kind of showing us, yeah, you know, she really does 
like not want to see him get hurt. She's not like a psychopathic villain or whatever. She just wants things and, you know, will break rules to get them. Yeah. Here's something interesting. Earlier in the issue, Moon Knight calls Peter like a idiot monkey. Yeah. And then right now in this fight that Peter and Electra are having, she says, you're like one of those little monkeys. So that's that just seems like, I don't know, bad writing or something. <laughs> Guy or, who's or, only or... ever seen one animal. Yeah. Ooh, this yeah. reminds me of a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe Electra just like had that phrase like in her head because she heard Moon Knight just say it like 20 seconds earlier. Maybe they just watched that one really bad MCU Spider-Man movie, and they think his name is Night Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ouch. Shots fired at Far From Home. <laughs> uh, I love how I said that one really bad Spider-Man MCU movie. Like, there's significantly better ones. I think all the Spider-Man MCU movies are good. Except I think, I think the worst one is the newest one. No, that's the best one. Okay. I haven't seen it since I was in theaters, and maybe I would disagree on a rewatch, but they're all kind of fun, but they don't feel like Spider-Man movies, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So Elektra and Spider-Man are fighting, and he's still flirting with her. He tries to make another joke about seeing Elektra on Fridays. But then she starts kicking his ass for real, for real. And she kicks him out a window where he falls on the hood of a cop car and the issue ends. Ouch. Yep. John, what do you, what did you think? Oh, gosh. Do you have a rating scale for us, Zach? Um, I'm going to say out of uh, monkey references. Out of ten monkey references, what is okay. this? Um, this? This is a seven and a half out of ten monkey references yeah because i thought it was like pretty good it was a pretty quick read for the most part it was just a big punch up for for most of the issue um but it was fun you know good stuff yeah what do you think i'm gonna give it better (laughs) you have a better review for us (laughs) i You know, like, punch-ups are not usually my thing, but this was just so fun with the dialogue and with him, like, juggling conversations and making jokes the whole time. Um, I just, I give it an eight and a half monkey references out of ten, just for, for being enjoyable, you know? There's not, like, the issues that we give nines and tens to, usually there is some depth or nuance or character work there. And I think there's a little bit of that because I just, you know, read into the uh, panels of Black Cat. But for the most part, it's just kind of what, you know, you think of as like a comic book. If you're not a comic book reader, like, yeah, they fight and they make jokes and the art looks cool. And that's like exactly what this is. Yeah. Okay. Is is it uh is it an issue now that Peter has shown he can very easily take care of like thirteen villains at once? It seems like that. <laughs> and then when like four of them break out, I don't know why he just doesn't do that move a just second web time. Web up again. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a of a plot hole, but you know what? I'll roll with it. 
Yeah. Because it was fine. Yeah, I don't really care that much about it either. Okay, something else. So the phone company, when Hammerhead takes a picture of, of what's his name? Moon Knight on his phone. The phone company is Roxon. Ooh, yep. Now that is a reference to something, right, Zach? It pops up a lot in the comics and uh, in the Spider-Man video games that PlayStation's making right now. It was now. in the MCU just like a little bit because in Loki they show that like in the future, like almost like everything is owned by the – it's like a company town owned by like Roxon or something. Was so. it? I guess I missed that. It was when they go. It was in season one when they go to some like apocalypse. It's like that's probably why like, owned by Roxon. I forget season one. Yeah. Um, good, so good what, is that like a villain? Who's a, who is that? Is that I like mean, Mark Roxon? No, is that, is he trying to get get his rocks on or his rocks off. <laughs> no, I like it. It's actually just like a, an evil corporation metaphor. You know, like I don't like think, Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at Amazon, you know, Jeff Bezos is like the man at the top. It's more like, um, I don't know, just an evil corporation. Dude. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah. All right. Ready to get into your issue? I'm ready to get into it. Okay. Issue 85. Did you have anything else on issue 84? Are we done with issue 84? I think we're done. It kind of speaks for itself. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully not. We'd be out of a job, Zach. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, okay. Issue eighty-five. Normal creative team. Um, Spidey's down on the police car because he just got thrown out by Electra. It looks rough. His back looks like looks in a rough shape. He messed that car up. <clears throat> that, not to get us too off topic, but do do you know this is like. This is going to go like a couple layers. So the Spider-Man 2, did did you know that like Tobey Maguire was almost not going to be in Spider-Man 2 or something like that? No. Okay, so he he was and he was almost going to get like recast with Jake Gyllenhaal. So anyway, this is all to say. And then he also had some like back problems like during the shoot of Spider-Man 2. So at some point. He like goes to jump trying to use his webs because he loses his he loses his powers and then he goes back and he tries to jump off a building and he falls onto the, like a a dumpster and he gets up and he's like oh my back oh my gosh and and it, it's kind of an inside joke because Tobey Maguire actually like had back problems that were going on during during the shoot. But the reason that it's also funny, the reason I bring it up is because there's another Easter egg of like a Daily Bugle newspaper in that movie. And there's two things on it. One of them is like Jake Gyllenhaal, like recast or something like that about like an in-universe movie like Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) And then at least I think I might be thinking of something else. But, But then the other one is like, can chronic back pain cause impotence? It's like a, a thing in the <laughs> in the newspaper. So anyway, they're kind of taking shots at Toby Maguire. Um That's funny. I did not know that. Thanks, Zach, for indulging me. Um okay, so Peter is lying on this cop car. It looks bad. And Electra is standing watching from the building above. And Electra walks over and she unwebs Hammerhead. And he's like Oh my gosh, 
We how- got him. Oh, he was already yes. unwebbed. But here he's webbed up again. Yeah, that's true. He like shot Peter in the head. We got him. Did he get webbed again? No. Oh, we definitely got him. Yeah, he was he was for sure. Yeah. And he like can't speak anymore. And we heard him say, I own you. Yeah. And now he's like, Malacra! <laughs> um, okay, so he's like, Oh my gosh, it's the cops. I cannot get pinched right now. I I just the, the cops are here, like I've really gotta get out of here and get out of town. Why? Aren't you like a mobster? Don't would he be that scared of the police showing up? They know he's a, a bad guy already, right? Right. You would think he'd have, like, dealt with this before. Well, at least he wouldn't be, like, so scared of the situation. Like, the the cops are, like, there, and he's immediately like, I've got to get out of town. I cannot get in trouble for this. Like, my parents are going to be so mad at me. <laughs> it does come across that, like like a college kid that got busted at a yeah. party <laughs> i gotta get out of here man <laughs> um yeah that's funny i think they just drew him webbed up so that they could draw this lovingly rendered uh shot of electra's butt walking over to it <laughs> there's there's a lot of there's a lot of shots of of electra where like her butt or her chest are just like not only are they the focal part of her in the shot, they're the only part of her in the shot. <laughs> we might see it more than her face. Like, that's just, yeah. you see the cheeks and you're like, oh, I'd recognize that anywhere. That's Electra. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't help that both her butt and her chest are bigger than her face. <laughs> that's comics, baby. Yeah. Um, so... Electra looks at him and she's like, so is my job offer rescinded? And he doesn't really say anything. We we cut away to, for, and we cut to Spider-Man back on the ground. And the cops are, of course, all pointing their guns at him and they're about to shoot him. They're like, get down on the ground. We'll blow your head off. And then we cut back to Hammerhead and Electra. And he's like, I don't need any witnesses, Electra. Kill everyone. But Electra turns and stabs him in the stomach with her trident thing because uh because she's not working for him anymore and he should have seen this coming after he after she said is my job offer rescinded and she, and you know you got to remember why she's there in the first place right that's another thing we learned about he's uh, not very smart and in door to door sales you have to know someone's why yep exactly and hers is money yeah Man, I just got to think, if only he had a partner who was maybe wiser, maybe had dealt with the cops before, was good at thinking, maybe if he hadn't killed Silvermane (laughs) right now, he would have someone to say, hey, man, let's not announce to the mercenary that we can't pay her anymore. (laughs) He's also, you know, how long has Kingpin been in charge and like he's never been in a situation like this this guy's been in charge for like two days and every hero in the state is at his door like immediately that is that is funny like kingpin almost they hate him but there's almost like a charm to him where they're like yeah what are you gonna do 
this is this is just like an uber lack of respect for hammerhead that they're all just like yeah it's just hammerhead we'll just show up it's fine i'm just imagining the fish from spongebob that says oh brother this guy stinks (laughs) um so electra turns and stabs hammerhead in the in the stomach and he he falls he's kind of down for the count we see and Captain DeWolf bursts onto the scene down low, down on the ground, and she starts yelling at the cops who are, like, gearing up to shoot Spider-Man. Just like she always does. She always just shows up, and she's like, stop pointing guns at Spider-Man. Go do your job. You know, hey, I like her, Zach. What can I say? We would think they could just... this raid before. At this point, she should just have, like, a... She's the captain. She should just have, like, a police force-wide policy... Hey, if you see this guy, don't just start yeah, shooting. You 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 would think that like this would this would be talked about back out of the office now with the whole team. Like, hey guys, Spider-Man is clearly we're at least not gonna try to murder him, you know. <laughs> we don't have to be his friend, but you know. Right. Hey, a cop's gonna do what a cop's gonna do. Yep. It's just their natural instinct, John. <laughs> it is like her. You know, most police, I don't know. Is she also, like, immediately bursting in and she's like, this is my jurisdiction now. She likes that, yeah. Yeah, she's just always coming onto the scene hot. Dude, S.H.I.E.L.D. should hire her. She knows her line. They should. They they should. Um, So, and they probably will. Because they're not very smart and they don't do very good background checks, I'm guessing. There's a little tease for later in the issue. I don't know what he's talking about, listeners. So she asks Peter, well, Spider-Man, where Hammerhead is. And then all of a sudden he just comes flying out of the window above down onto the police car. Or not down onto the police car because Spider-Man webs him up before he falls onto the police car. It's funny. Um, There's already a broken window from where Peter fell. And Electra went to the trouble to throw Hammerhead through a different window. Yeah, this is very like I feel like this is this is like a scene from a sitcom TV show or something like that where, you know, she, she just tosses people out <laughs> like where's Hammerhead and then he falls down on right on top of them. <laughs> she has a real problem on her hands in that there's like still 20 people up there and she's going to run out of windows to yeah, break she's, eventually. She's only got two more windows on that floor, we see. Um so then we go back up into the building and Electra tells the rest of the group she's lucky that the cops are there. Uh, otherwise, they'd probably all be going out windows. And she goes to leave. And as she goes to leave, Black Cat gives her a good punch to the face and says, I've been meaning to do that. Why? They were because she tried just to on kill her. the same side, like, two seconds ago, though. They were, but I was even surprised by that. I thought she was going to see her and be like, oh, not this So did she actually, like, try to kill her? What? Dude, she threw what a knife. She threw okay. a knife. In- this wasn't the last one. This was, like, the last time they met. No, I, I know. Not- yeah, and it's she been, like, a- two weeks since we read those issues. It's been longer. Okay. She threw a knife in her stomach, and she and then Black Cat fell off a roof. Oh! That was, so that was like the past story. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a different arc with the two of them. It was even <laughs> called Cat Fight because they were like pulling each that's other's right. hair. And that's right. Yep. It got um, real. And uh, that's like surprising that <laughs> Electra has pretty good comedic timing, it seems like. Judging by she's throwing people out windows, you know, right on cue. You know, it seems like when when Hammerhead was like, does she have skills? She'd be like, yeah, I threw a knife in her stomach and she lives. So, and, she, and she fell off a building and, and she's back, I guess. So she seems like she's good. <laughs> Maybe a healing factor or something. Yeah. I don't know. We'll circle back on that. Um, okay, so they get in a fight. Black Cat punches her. I said here they have a sexy fight, and Electra is gearing up to execute her when a Moon Knight Moon Ninja star comes in and takes her out from behind, and we get one panel of Moon Knight who's like looking up like he just threw it, and then he collapses back onto the ground because he was like passed out. Wow. Was Electra actually going to kill her, you think? A hundred percent. She's Sad. just killed, like, five people. You think she'd have compunctions about this <laughs> that she already tried to kill earlier? <laughs> yeah, Electra looks pretty evil. There's the, the scene specifically where she's about to stab her. She's really, um, yeah, she's really looking pretty stabby, I think. And then, John, when you kill someone up in this penthouse, what is the natural thing you have to do next? As the story has shown us. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is pretty funny because what then Black Cat throws her out of the building down onto the police car below. It's very good. That's just the body disposal system. What what doesn't make sense? I get that it's like drawn for like artistic reasons, but why is Black Cat's face sometimes like so shadowed? She actually looks like a cat. Like, on page 8, and then also on page when she throws her out of the building, on page 12, like, you know, her face is just, like, totally, I don't know. It's, like I said, it's obviously just artistic, and it looks yeah. fine. It looks kind of cool. But... Just stylization, I guess. In the real world, Zach, that just wouldn't be the case, okay? Sure, I'm getting, yeah. I, I'm getting, th you know. If there's ever a real-world fight between <sighs> gangsters, ninjas, cat burglars a guy with spider powers samurais an insane person in white i'm sure it wouldn't play out this way <laughs> i'm glad moon knight is just an insane person in white <laughs> that's all he's done so far i mean i guess he just killed Electra. that was pretty cool but whatever moon knight did oh is she dead no she's not Electra's not dead she's got a throwing no. star sticking out the back of her head and she just got thrown out a window i think it said she's in a coma right okay. we'll see we'll see all right no, coma she's sure she's fine let's go with that <laughs> um so back on the ground the cops are about to go up and round everyone up captain dewolf is like you know after the third person gets thrown out the window she's like what the hell is going on up there go get up there get everyone and electric um Oh, and then Electra gets thrown out of the building and lands on a cop call. Okay, so Captain DeWolf. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. I'm all over the place with my notes. Captain DeWolf is sick of everyone falling onto her cars. And she says, all right, everyone, go get up there and see what's going on. 
and Black Cat is unwebbing everyone so they can all get away. But right as she unwebs Iron Fist, he goes to attack her with his magic fist. And I said, this guy sucks. He does absolutely nothing. He's like completely not needed for the story. And then as soon as he gets untied, he just wants to kill Black Cat. Am I the idiot for not knowing why? No, because he doesn't have a reason to. He says, I should kill you right here. It's like, dude, what? Do you know her? (laughs) Yeah. Literally. Who are you? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing, the only reason is because in theory, she was just fighting against them all. Because she did join Hammerhead and Electra's side in the, in the big punch up. If her and Electra could momentarily let bygones be bygones. Yeah, he he just also watched her fight Electra. Dude, he, yeah, I mean, he's just a dumbass, you know. Um, too many heroes. (laughs) Yeah. And so DeWolf shows up in the building, and all of the important people are gone, except for Moon Knight, who's still unconscious on the floor. And we then cut to Peter, who's on the roof, and Black Cat comes up to him, and she tells him that she's sorry. And he's he's kind of giving her what for. He's like, I can't believe you you sided with Hammerhead over me. These are bad guys. And she's apologizing, and she's like saying she had an epiphany. And he's like, you've got so much going on for you. I mean, you're so pretty, and you're so hot, and you're so pretty. <laughs> and... And you're smart. And what was I saying? (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, you really think I'm pretty? And he's like, I mean, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) How does she possibly need validation? Well, she is consistently getting, like, turned down by a 16-year-old boy. She doesn't know he's 16. (laughs) But, like, in her civilian life, you can imagine she probably gets hit on all the time. Probably she keeps to herself, I would think. Like Maybe. you think she's just you think she's just like always in catwoman mode, black cat mode. That's fair. She's probably not this outgoing when she's felicheing. But I don't know. Maybe she is. So so Peter is like, Oh my god, this sexy girl is about to smooch me and, and Black Cat is like Okay, Spider-Man, I'm going to take off your mask. I'm going to make out with you. This is happening. And Peter's like thinking to himself like, okay, I should leave. I should not let her take my mask off. But he's like paralyzed in teenage hormones. (laughs) As we all would be. Zach, I was right back there at, at 16. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting nervous for Peter. (laughs) You just know his hands are so sweaty in those gloves right now. Yeah. And so she goes to take off his mask and she pulls it off and it's pimple faced 16 year old Peter Parker. And he's got this big goofy like smooch face and black cat immediately sees him and throws up on him. (laughs) And she's like, oh, my God, how old are you? And she just runs off. And she specifically throws up on his crotch, which I think might conveniently hide a 
from the the readers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's funny. She's like, "Oh my god, he's a child. What have I done?" <laughs> you hey. have to know. I mean, like his voice, every every person who fights him, they're always like, "You're just a kid." Like as soon as he starts making jokes, they're all immediately like, "Oh my god, are you a kid? What is the what is going on?" Like Surely she would know. I mean, I I figured she knew she's he was genuinely. young. Maybe she was like eighteen, young, but she couldn't have thought he was like an adult man. Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't know. I don't <laughs> right? know. Maybe she, you're right. She well, probably she was did. like, I mean, he's a college kid or something. Um, she, she was probably just blinded by his big muscles. Yeah. Well, also, you get the sense she's not really like active in the superhero game like hammerhead didn't know who she was i think she just pops in and steals stuff and he's like the only super person that she knows so maybe there's a bit of that going into it you know yeah like if she had met captain america she'd be smitten by him if she had if she thought she had other options that's you know true. <laughs> it'd be different yes. but she just knows yeah. spider-man oh her and captain america should get together <laughs> I just want to see more of her in general because especially like Zach, we I, see quite a bit of her. <laughs> it's not enough, man. Um, you know, Peter's big mistake here was you, you've just got to do half the mask, man. Like he's already you done blew that. It. You blew it. They have kissed before with just half the mask. Oh, but also, they? yeah, but also it's, I mean, it was the elephant in the room for the readers. We're like, uh, is she going to find out that, like, he's underage? And she well, did. And I... to her credit, she did the right thing. She was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Um. Oh, you blew it. <laughs> uh, so, John, we're not going to cheer for the teenager to get with an adult. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think that she is, like, an adult. I place her age as somewhere between Mary Jane and adult woman. You know? Like an older teenager? Yes. I I, I would I would put her at, like, 19 to 20 here. She still shouldn't be with a 15-year-old. He's 16, right? He's 15. Okay. I mean, I'm not She still shouldn't be with a 16-year-old. Defend this. I'm not going to defend this. Canceled. I'm not going to defend this, but also that's like what, a freshman and a senior or something. So Should, shouldn't happen. Gonna... No, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Peter. Zach says you can't make out with Black Cat. Well, we also Blame, don't get we Zach. They probably very intentionally did not tell us her age, so we don't know how bad that's it is versus thinking. how bad it could have yeah, been. That's what I was thinking. When you keep saying she's an adult, I'm like, I don't think we ever know how old Black Cat is. She could just be like, because for for a while, when she, for her first episodes or issues, I thought she was like Peter Parker aged. She was like a high schooler who was doing this stuff also. Anyway. She's at least old enough that she, she knows too much better. time on this. Yeah. Well, it was that's funny. why she threw up. That's why she it, threw up. Honestly. It was funny. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, okay, so back at Kingpin's lair, Kingpin's right-hand man tell, 
tells him that Hammerhead will probably walk. And not only that, but he also says they're they're like, yeah, if Hammerhead he survives the coma. Yeah, if Hammerhead survives, he's probably going to walk because he was attacked in his own home and 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 whatever. He was always going to walk. These people don't go to jail. That's like the benefit. That's why I don't know why Hammerhead was so scared. Well, if they do, it's the shield uh, Triskelion, and they They'll break out, out whenever they need to. Yeah. Um. But then his right-hand man also says Electra was going to sell him out and switch sides before the fight turned. And that makes me wonder how he knew that. Um. Unless, like, maybe somebody else from Kingpin was there. So, who knows? And then Kingpin asks about Moonlight, and they say he's still in a coma, and there's no fingerprints, so they don't know who he is. And Kingpin's talking to someone else. Dude, and he how says, these costumes. costumes. Yeah, Zach? I was going to say, how easy is it to get in a coma? I feel like it's easier to die than to get in a coma. Why are all these people in comas? Oh, it's Moon Knight and Hammerhead that are in comas. Electra yeah. is not the okay. Yeah, so she's super is dead. dead. I guess. Yeah, but Sad. it's like I understand narratively. They're like, oh, we might use them again. Let's put them in a coma. Yeah, that's what you do in fiction. But like, how many people do you know that have ever actually been in a coma? That's very um, uh, daytime TV soap yeah. opera. You know. Yes. Um. While they're, I've while they're under, I've I've known one person to be in a coma, and their name was Zach at the bar that one night. <laughs> that is fair. And it was here I am, very scary. Here I am talking about how no one gets in comas. <laughs> Forgetting that, um, you can cut that if you want. Whatever, that was funny. Uh, um, but it's like. In true daytime TV fashion, now I'm hoping that uh, Mark Spector's girlfriend falls in love with Hammerhead's brother, who's a twin or something. <laughs> well, in, yeah, in true soap opera fashion, Mark Spector probably like will come out of the coma and like not remember who he is or anything like that. And <laughs> oh, sure, he'll have more personalities. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Kingpin says these costumes, and someone else says, I know, it's annoying. And he says, at least one good thing came of this. Spider-Man trusts you now. And we get a full-page shot of Captain G and DeWolf, who is looking quite menacingly, I'll say. And she says, what do you want me to make him do for you? Scary. Ooh. Ooh. Zach, I still like her. Am I wrong? She's still good at her job, right? Spider-Man would have got blown away by cops. I I mean that's the that's the scale we're grading on. <laughs> the one cop who's crooked but didn't let other cops shoot someone. I think that it brings up I think that it brings up a good ethical dilemma. And and an ethical conversation, which is, you know, if we think Kingpin might be better for the city than Hammerhead, then is it that bad to just have him 
also have someone in charge of the police. Aren't we not fans of the police, Zach? So, you know, like... I, I just I just don't know. We don't trust them to run themselves, so let's let the gangster do it. She's doing a good job, though. We're not seeing her do a bad job. You know? So does it matter if she's... For now, does it matter? It might in the future. John, <laughs> you're going down a path I can't follow. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm just kidding. Obviously, uh, obviously, this sucks, and I knew that she was a bad guy because you were never a fan of her, and you would have been if she wasn't. I hate that um, I spoiled that accidentally. No, it's okay. You didn't spoil it. You guessed it so early, I had to try and gaslight you, and I'm like, no. No. <laughs> this was surprising. It did surprise me when I turned the page. I was like, what? No. Oh, Jeanne. <laughs> they even like put a big DeWolf sign on her just in case you like don't recognize who that person is. Yeah, she's wearing her badge where her her name is about ten times bigger font than New York police. Yeah. Um so she's on the payroll. We should have known, honestly. Well we did, kind of. <laughs> Back at the Parker residence, May asks Peter if he skipped school, and he just looks at her. And she says, I won't live in a house of lies. If we have to talk about this again, I'm kicking you out. And Peter looks sad, and the issue ends. Can she go to jail for that? I don't think she can kick him out. <laughs> right. And I don't think she would. It's kind of an empty threat. She probably just came home. She had a, she had a couple drinks at her wine club. She was just over it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Um, I liked this one quite a bit. There was some good stuff in it. Um, you know, I maybe we could judge this out of people getting thrown onto police cars or thrown out windows. Ooh, love it. Let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah. So I gave it an 8 out of 10 bodies hitting the floor <laughs> okay um man i'm gonna give it a nine out of ten because i feel like there was a lot like in this in the way that the last issue didn't really accomplish much there was a lot that got accomplished in this one i have known since we started the podcast that i wanted you to read the scene where black cat throws up on him i've known <laughs> why did i do a good job it's just funny I just wanted to get your first reaction, you know? Um, I've known since you we started talking about Captain DeWolf that I was going to make you read the reveal that she's crooked. Um, I was like, oh, Electra dying kind of matters. Let's get his take on that. But then you were like, oh, she didn't die. She went into a coma. Oh, sorry, still, Zach. I blew all of them. It, no, no, you did not. It was fine. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm just in a I'm in a happy mood. It's a nine. Maybe a different day it wouldn't be a nine, but like I don't think it, I like that Electra's dead. I kind of wanted her to like switch sides and be a good guy. She's supposed she, to be like a an anti hero, right? She, she wouldn't have done die that. a villain's death. In this universe, she has not done one 
heroic thing. She looks really pretty. That's true. Yeah, you know, as Peter would say, that that's an asset. That's a virtue, yeah, you know. Yeah. You've got so much going for you. You're, you're so gorgeous. <laughs> you're smart. You're pretty. Your eyes sparkle. Your outfit's great. Really, the whole deal. You've got everything going for you. Um. Yeah, they're... Uh, oh, man. Okay, so now she's, so she's dead. So Electra's dead. I wanted her to kind of become good. DeWolf is bad. I wanted her to be good. Black Cat doesn't like Peter anymore. They'll probably I, still be on the same side, but are we even going to see her again? I She's, think she, Yeah. I think we're kind of done with her. Why are they kicking out? They, Zach, Bendis uh, just, maybe, maybe he just doesn't like strong women, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Gwen's gone. We, I'm seeing we, a trend. We'll get some more strong women who I'm very excited to spend time with. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um I love Black Cat. I loved how Bendis wrote her. I hate losing her, but it won't be too much Listen, longer. I really love the end of Black Cat. Dude, we don't she, get to see like another conversation between them. She might pop in at some point that I'm not thinking of, but like this was her arc, dude. Okay. So is this the end of Too Many Heroes? Is is the arc over? Warriors? Yes, Warriors is done. We're starting a new arc next week. Should we're gonna give be... Warriors a, a, a graded scale. You know, here let's let, here let's 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 count it out here really quickly, Zach. We've got Spider Man, we've got Kingpin, we've got Hammerhead, Black Cat, Electra, Iron Fist, Shang Chi, Iron Fist, Shang Chi, three Enforcers. And a guy with a sword who never got a name. We're not going to count him then. He's not one of our warriors. Moon Knight. I think, I think Moon Knight counts as three people. That's true. <laughs> okay, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So out of thirteen heroes, we're calling the Enforcers heroes. Um, what would you give this entire arc? I got to figure out what this even equates to as a percentage. Um, okay, let's see. You're 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 a better man than I am. I'm just going to guess a number. Okay. Let's say our number at the same time. 1 okay. 2 3 9. 9. Yeah. Yeah, that feels nice. right. Yeah, it's I a, couldn't quite give it a 10. It's a 69%. Nice. Yeah, it uh I mean it has big moments has great art has really pretty women um <laughs> which is a big saying? asset which is, yeah uh but then it's like a lot of that, it build was, up it was, it was like just seven, for this what was it seven issues and yeah just not that much happened you know yeah and and it was very underdeveloped with moon knight i don't know why he was in there except oh, you, that maybe this ties into like another issue run where Kingpin and Moon Knight are like more at the forefront or something. I don't even know. That would make sense, wouldn't it? That would I don't make think sense. that's the case. And then Shang-Chi and Iron Fist. Why are they in this? Yeah. Yeah, this this really could have been done without all of those guys. I would have traded all three of those guys not doing anything for Daredevil being here and not doing anything. And at least we get to look oh at my Daredevil. Gosh, that would have been awesome. And this would have made more sense with all these people. Like he goes yeah. well, he goes better with all these people than Iron Fist and Shang Chi. Yeah. 
Um, Most of the plot happens in these two issues. The others are worth reading for Black Cat being a silly willy. She is. She's a very silly willy. Um, But it's it's still fun. What's our next arc? Silver Sable doing issues 86 and 87. Silver Sable? What's that? It's another pretty lady. Man, he fights a lot of pretty ladies. Uh, uh, Peter Parker's a cool guy. Hangs out with a lot of a lot of pretty girls. I don't know that fighting counts as hanging out with, but sure. <laughs> um, okay, do we have anything else Spider-Man related? I actually do. Um, this week, listeners, is a very special week. Ultimate's Sp- birthday. Have we mentioned that? That, that too. And Ultimate- it's actually my birthday this week also. Yeah, this is a huge week for this pod. Yeah. But also... A third reason why it's a huge week, Ultimate Spider-Man number one by Jonathan Hickman comes out this Wednesday. Nice. And that's what, are we going to, so. I figured we'll wait. We'll we'll wait a little bit. Let's not spoil it for people. Let's let people read the issue. And then maybe in a couple weeks, we'll, um, we'll talk about it. I'm, because I'm going to New York, not that week, but the week after. Um, I think I'm going to wait and I'm going to get some variant copies of it from Midtown Comics because they might have like an exclusive cover or something. Sometimes they do that and, uh, I'll bring it back. Um, I'll get, I'll get you one. I'll get me one. We'll have physical copies of it that we can hang in our houses and, uh, we'll see how it is. That sounds awesome. Why are you going to New York? Because it's no, because it's cheap. I found out. Uh, through an Instagram reel, they basically, after the Times Square ball drop, people leave. January is kind of dead for New York tourism. So their tourism board oh, has like, they call it hotel week, restaurant week, attractions week, Broadway week. But they're actually all like three weeks long. And the weekends that I'm going, all of them intersect and line up. So it's like Broadway plays are buy one, get one ticket. The observation decks and museums are like half price. Some of the nice fancy restaurants have like a fixed price menu that you can eat from. Hotels are are like 35% off um, just to uh, get more people to come when it's called miserable. So I'm one of those people. That'll be so fun. When is that? The 19th through the 23rd. Dude, that'll be awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That's during Omaha's birthday. Yeah. I don't know if you want to reschedule. or (laughs) (laughs) Man, hate to miss that. Um, Oh, well, that'll be cool. Okay, so maybe we'll have to do like a bonus episode about that one or just talk about it on a post show or something. Yeah, we we for sure will, but we'll we'll let people digest it a little bit. Maybe by the time we do it, issue two will be out also, and we'll have read that. Okay, there you go. We'll see. Okay, so that's that that's it for Spider-Man stuff. That's it. Okay, yeah. so so are we on to other things? Yeah. What do you got? I have two very small things. Okay. Okay. One of them is Spider-Man related. Okay, I thought of this the other day. Peter Parkour. Just that's a pretty funny that's pretty Spider-Man funny, right? that does parkour. I don't know. I just thought 
Has he ever been called that before? Or anything? Um, in the comics, has anyone been like, man, you're like Peter Parkour or something? <laughs> I would bet anything that that's someone's Instagram name who posts videos of themselves doing parkour. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I just thought of that. Do you have anything? <laughs> no, that, I mean, that I was have, sick. I have one other thing, but I'm going to let you go now if you. Oh, I mean, is your thing Spider-Man related? Because you can just get it out. No, it's not. Okay. No, that was that was it. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I had a nice comment uh, on Reddit, oh. actually. I posted our um, year in review award show on Reddit. And M. Koenig said, been listening to you guys since day one. And Ooh. heard you mention posting on here. So just wanted to swing by spider-man pun intended and say hi also sleigh bells rocks why is that why slit what what about i must that must have been right after the episode where i told you to listen to sleigh bells first album and you definitely didn't i i did listen to them they did rock you? they rock oh yeah yeah <laughs> rocks yeah Seriously, um, oh well, that's check nice thank thank you for listening and commenting yeah, that that made me happy because um, yes. we don't get many of those on on Reddit from people who have actually listened before. We get some where people are like, oh, cool, I'll check it out. But um, love to hear from someone who's been there since day one because there's not yep. many of you. Yep. Um, OK, I've got one other thing here, Zach. OK, this is pretty dorky. So I was watching some clip of avengers infinity war and that and it was the scene okay i try to picture this it was the scene of thor with the guardians zach's eyes are closed he's really doing a good job of picturing it's thor with the guardians and they just woke him up and he's talking about how he needs to go to nidavellir and get a weapon you know what the scene yeah okay okay and he's like and he's like i have to go to and he says Nivadalir. He says the V instead of the D. It's Nidavalir. And he okay. says, I have to go to Nivadalir. And then Rocket immediately after is like, Nidavalir, that's a real place, saying it correctly. And then Thor says it again. And he's like, the tree, the rabbit, and I will go to Nivadalir. The rest of you will go to this place. So he says it wrong both times, but also they respond to him saying it correctly. So, you know, it was just something I was, I was, I saw that clip and I was like, what in the world? I have never noticed that before. Like, and, uh, but do you think it was sorry, just Chris Hemsworth something. reading the script wrong? Definitely. I think he couldn't get the words out correctly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's a fake place for a silly franchise. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's there's some other there's some other movie where one of the people has to go to some place like that and they just like cannot get the words out correctly and they had to like change the they like changed what the place was called. And I, I wish I could remember what it was. Um but I can't sorry that's funny isn't there i might have misheard it but for years i've always thought in thor the dark world kat dennings calls mjolnir or maybe it was the first thor movie she calls mjolnir mew mew 
Can she can't me? say it right or something. I just I thought like that was funny. She does. Yeah, and me and Shyla for a while were like, it's Mew Mew. <laughs> That's funny. Well, do we have anything else? Um, I was watching this video that just went viral. Have you seen the guy that jumps over the judge's bench and attacks the judge that was sentencing him in Las oh Vegas? Oh gosh, no, I haven't. That's insane. Someone said he he took like a uh thirty month sentence and turned it into like thirty years. Dude, that is so absurd. And right before he does it in the video, he's like appealing. He's like, you know, I'm not on drugs anymore. I'm not actively currently committing those crimes. I'm a different man. I'm trying to continue my education and get a job. And she just like starts talking over him and is like, no, I'm going to keep my sentencing. And then he just immediately loses it and disproves all the points he just made. Oh, well, poor guy. (laughs) Do you, I'm not saying that this is fake, but that that what you just said is fake. But I feel like everything I see on the internet nowadays is a fake video of something oh, 100%. like 100%. Every video I see is like yes. it's just like fake. It'll be like some grainy video that looks like security cam footage or something and it'll be like this store was getting robbed and then look at what happens and it's like it's fake. I can already tell that that's staged in some way or you know some like grainy video of someone helping a homeless person or Oh, I hate those ones. It's just always a fake video, and you don't even have to... It just annoys me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw one the other day. You know, like, the bait bike videos? No. Someone will, like, set a bike somewhere, and either they've loosened the screws, so when you try to ride off, the wheel will fall off, or they've, like, tied a, like, fishing line to it, so, like, once you drive far enough or whatever, it yanks back and you fall off they'll have rigged the bike to some some way um so they're trying to basically bait and then catch someone who would have stolen a bike and like get it on video and mock and punish them and okay i saw one of those where it's not like they hid the camera across the street or in a window or somewhere where like the person wouldn't see it This guy walks up to a bike, and the perspective that you're watching is just walking around, like not on a tripod, like someone's holding their phone in the middle of the street, walking around watching this guy steal a bike in broad daylight, filming him. (laughs) And it's like, people were actually commenting, like, yeah, shows that would be thief. And it's like, do you not realize that was his friend filming? Yeah. That is ridiculous. Yeah, all these videos, you're just supposed to believe that all these things happened with, like, this huge camera right in their face as this is all going on. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, there'll be multiple angles and shots and stuff. And yeah. Just, people don't question wow, it, this you is know? a very well-produced moment on the street that was just randomly captured. Aren't we lucky that there's 32 angles and pristine yeah. audio quality for it? Yeah, man, everything's fake. Yeah, not not this pod. This nope. is the only real thing left. <laughs> We're authentic. <laughs> and sometimes amateurish, as one 
reviewer said. Yep. That was funny. <laughs> um okay, do we have anything else? Should should we send it out? I think we should. Should let's, shall. Let's first send it that. out with a great go blue. Everyone be rooting for Michigan this Monday night. We're all big Michigan fans. Or Colts tonight. That's also blue. That's fine. But we're all <laughs> Michigan men. <laughs> um, thanks to Ian Hickey for the music and Alyssa Steven for the artwork. And thank you all for listening and leaving us a review or a comment. You can find us all the fir- on the first read Ultimate Spider-Man podcast on Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere else you can find podcasts. Or you can come and chat with us and leave us a comment on Instagram at First Read Podcast. Send us an email at firstreadspidey at gmail.com or find us on YouTube, First Read Ultimate Spider-Man Podcast. See you next week, Zach. See Go ya. Go.